Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. Our next guest is a board-certified family physician who left her practice in June uh, 2019 and began working with the COVID illnesses in late December 2019. Later in March of 2020, she began to work with COVID patients via telehealth and with patients across the nation. Her website is Personal Health Care Network. We'll get that the full URL here shortly. Uh, and she continues to work with nationally known physicians, researchers, and scientists on COVID and illnesses uh, that are COVID related. She is not a big fan of the vaccine, which is why she is on our show. We are very blessed, pleased, and honored to have Dr. Carla Dean Graves with us. Doctor, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on because this is an opportunity that certainly not only I have, but the phys- all the physicians that I work with and the researchers and the scientists, not just here in, in the United States, but across the world. And we get an opportunity to p- tell our part of the story. I see these tabloids all the time about the royal family. Uh, and it's, oh, it's the side of Megan. And now it's the side of Kate. And so we get to give our side, if you want to uh, kind of equate it to the tabloid. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's, this is a scandal that is, that if it wasn't right there in front of us, it, this should be a tabloid scandal because we shouldn't be experiencing number one, the lockdowns, number two, the panic, number three, the, the, the crazy, you know, attacks on good, good um, treatments. And then, and then uh, later on changing their minds, we shouldn't be dealing with Dr. Fauci and we shouldn't be talking about vaccines or vaccine passports. It sounds like a tabloid. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's real life. So let's start there. Let's start with uh, with the vaccines. You're a doctor. You've dealt with COVID patients from the beginning. What is your perspective on on these these vaccines that have not been FDA approved, that are experimental, and that have, in my opinion, posed great dangers? What I tell people is that history is important, despite the fact that we're told it is not. It is because if you do not know 
where you have come from, then where do we know where we are and where we're going to go? We have no clue. And so let's go back just a little bit to what a vaccine that we have been used to in the past. Why is the vaccine so different from what we used to have to what this new experimental injection is? Because it's not really a vaccine. And we can talk about that in just a little bit. But what we did in the past, we always took like a complete virus and we would put that and we would grow it and then we would inject it and it would be a natural virus. Now, what do I mean by a natural virus? Well, just what I said, it's something that is in nature that we know that is there and our body expects it every single day. We are bombarded with bacteria and viruses. And our body, our immune system is used to meeting those head on. And most of the time, uh, when we aren't overwhelmed with something, our bodies take care of it and we don't even know it. We go on about our business. We go to the store or whatever we're going to be doing. And so the natural antibodies know how to take care of natural invaders. Now, I'm going to stress that. Now, what is it that's so different? And the uh, antibody, the natural antibody goes into the body and the immune system takes it, makes an antigen and to fight. And those antigens they call upon the white blood uh, cells and they gobble up, you know, the bad and they just do away with it for the most part. Okay. Now, how is this different? Well, we have a completely different way now of these injections that have been created by mankind, not nature. It seems like when man gets into it, it always gets screwed up. I don't know what we just don't seem to understand. But nevertheless, what let's talk about the three main vaccines that are out there, if you don't mind. Please. There's Pfizer and there's Moderna. What have they done that is so different than what we are used to, like an MMR vaccine or a shingles vaccine? or maybe something like a pneumococcal, pneumococcal being bacterial, a flu. What have they done that's so different? And I want your listeners to really understand this because I think they will see why we are so concerned. And I say we, because I have an entire group that I work with that many of your listeners I'm sure have seen uh, on uh, Laura Ingram and Uh, Carlson, Tucker, and so on. What they have done is they have taken a piece of genetic material from, it's an RNA, and they basically, they have made it so that it is a synthetic. Now, a synthetic to our bodies is not natural. It's foreign. 
And so what they have done is they have wrapped it up in what we call lipids. Now, lipids are in our body, and we understand that. And so they are wrapped up in these lipids, but then they take it. And it's kind of like, as uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny says, it's kind of like an egg. And Sherry's a very good friend of mine, and she is a great researcher. And a lot of this does come from uh, Dr. Tenpenny. And I want to give her full credit. Uh, I'm not going to stand here and beat on my chest and say, oh, I'm so smart. But what I'm going to say is this, is that the egg will say is the, the yolk part is like the mRNA, messenger. A messenger RNA has a recipe, as Dr. Tenpenny calls it, I call it like a code, um, and it is carried with a lipid, and that's the white part of the egg. Now, in order to get it into our system, we're going to use, we have a shell, because nobody transports eggs uh, openly. Uh, they just, they don't fit in those cartons right. And so what we're going to do is, when they, you have that outer, that white part, and that's the lipids that's holding that mRNA in. So in order to get it transported, you have to have the lipids or the shell. Okay. So you put the shell around it and then you have it encapsulated, so to speak. Now, what the, what people don't understand is though, then they take it and they coat it again with what's called polyethylene glycol. Now, what amazes me is that these pharmaceuticals know and understand that approximately 70% of the American people have some type of adversity to polyethylene glycol. They're allergic to it. And that, of course, can cause an anaphylaxis or a reaction. We had just here, uh, I'm in Kansas City. And here in Kansas City, we just had one of our council women who had her shot. Her, uh, and she died within about 15 minutes afterwards because she went into anaphylaxis. Most likely, my guess is, that this was probably she was allergic to polyethylene glycol and had that reaction. But you don't know that a lot of times until you're exposed to something like this. To me, these injections are kind of like playing Russian roulette. <laughs> you, you never know what's going to come up. You might get by, you might not, but there's no promises. And so keep that in mind. And so what um, these do, they're injected into the body. The cell takes it up. And the cells, now I'm going to try to explain that there are three possibilities. But let's kind of go back and say what the pharmaceuticals are saying is going to happen is that the cells will take up this 
product, this synthetic product that they have placed in the body. And they're going to, um, and the body is going to make an antibody. Uh, and then that antibody is going to trigger the cell to make a protein. It's going to make a spike protein. But remember, this is not a natural spike protein. It is a synthetic. And the body realizes that this is something that's foreign. It's not of nature. And so it's never been seen before. And so we are an experiment to see what the body is going to do. Now, the theory is that it will make an antigen and then it will make this, this protein. And then this protein is going to make the spike protein. will make then uh, a very similar pro looking protein that's on the coronavirus, on the surface of it. However, Murphy's Law, it's still around. And so what we are seeing is, however, that maybe some of these cells, these mRNA, they remind me of an unwanted relative that comes to visit <laughs> and say they decide to stay around. And Uncle Joe came in and he decided that uh, he was going to come and visit. But Uncle Joe just keeps staying around. And after a month, he's still there. Well, that mRNA might bind to the cell wall and become part of the cell. Now, what happens? Well, what happens is it, it's an irritant because it's a synthetic. Try to keep this in mind. It is a synthetic. It's something that has been fabricated in a lab. And so the, um, the cell doesn't like that. And then it begins to try to, it, it causes irritation. Just like Uncle Joe sitting at the, at the table every night. You know, he gets to be irritable after a while. And he tells horrible jokes. And so therefore it causes an autoimmune and the body begins to try to fight and put uncle Joe out on the doorstep and it fights itself. And that's how we could develop autoimmune conditions. If this makes sense. Absolutely. Then another thing that can happen is, that we can get what we call trans infections. Now trans means to travel, to be transported. And so you have both, you have, you have stable or uh, stable trans infections. And then you also have transient um, trans infections. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means that you've set Uncle Joe out on the step and you said, Uncle Joe, we're tired of having you here. But Uncle Joe has now become part of the family. In other words, this mutated um, synthetic 
RNA has now become a part of your ribosomal RNA, and it is going to help feed the DNA. Now, people who say that, oh, it's not going to affect your DNA, yes, it can, because of that RNA, that synthetic RNA, if it stays around long enough and it's a stable trans-infection type, then it will become part of your DNA permanently and you'll never get it out. And so um, we also know that in our bodies, we have neutralizing antibodies. And those neutralizing antibodies, they are accustomed to working with and destroying natural viruses and natural um, bacteria. But this synthetic, they're really kind of puzzled with it. And they go, what is this? So let's go back to what happened in 2002, way back. In 2002, we had scientists who were trying to make a vaccine against coronavirus because coronavirus is very transmittable and it spreads widely and quickly. Therefore, if you can come up with a vaccine, it can be very profitable because it's going to hit a large population and that population will want that vaccine. So what they did, they tried to, to create this mRNA and they did do animal studies for SARS-1 and MERS. So when they put this synthetic mRNA in there, then the uh, Animals did fine. It was cats and ferrets because cats and ferrets have the uh, closest uh, respiratory system of that of um, mankind. And so they put them in that and they did fine with the vaccine. They had no problems. I get so frustrated with these people who show their arm. Hey, I got my shot today. Did you get yours? Uh, and I'm fine. I'm walking around and nothing's happening to me. You're right, not until those ferrets and those cats were then re-exposed to the natural or what we call the wild virus. And that wild virus or the natural virus, when the cats were re-exposed then to that, then the body was so confused because the body had actually made it, uh, an antigen, an antibody, against the mRNA, which is a synthetic. But it didn't know what to do with the natural. And so it would be like us fighting on both the east and west coast for an invader. We would be invaded by two sides. So you have two different, very different types of 
pathogens that you're trying to fight at the same time. And the body sometimes becomes confused and then it begins to overproduce the antibodies. And those antibodies then begin to cause inflammation because then the antibodies themselves become an irritant because they're trying to figure out what's going on here. We were prepared to fight a synthetic RNA, but now we're exposed to a natural one mm. and we don't know what to do. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No I hope all this makes sense. It absolutely does. I mean, that's that may be <clears throat> the most accessible explanation that I've heard thus far. Um, you'd mentioned Dr. Sherry Tempenny. We will be having her on the show in May. Um, your your understanding and the way that you just described, it, I think, is extremely important because people they've they've been told. I'm, I'm going to give you three quick anecdotes um, that all popped in my head as you were talking. Number one, um, friend of mine, actually one of my uh, co-hosts in Freedom First Network, he was telling me how he has a friend who is generally. Um, his friend is is generally you know, nature oriented, eats organic, doesn't like to take drugs, this, that, or the other. Went and got the vaccines because she said, look, I went to Google. I went to, I looked it up. There's, there's nothing wrong with the vaccines. And that seems to be the general, I mean, that's the, that's the consensus amongst most Americans because they're not being told this by mainstream media. They're not being told this by, by most of their doctors. Um, and then, which leads me to, Anecdote number two, um, correct me if I'm wrong, because I do, I do talk to a lot of doctors. Did you, uh, we have a mutual friend who's actually been on the show before who had gotten the first, the first uh, dose. Was it you that told him not to get the second one? Sir, it is. Okay. So, so we'll tell the story because he, he had told it on this. We're talking about Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney. He had told the story about how he had gotten the first one and that was on, on orders from his doctor who wasn't, you know, it was just a doctor for, for a different procedure that he was having. He's like, Hey, while you're here, you know, we've got an opening. Why don't you go get the, the uh, vaccine? So he went and got his first jab and then you talked to him and stopped him from getting his second. I have an addition to that story though, that you probably didn't know is that he got a call yesterday from a separate mutual friend of mine who had actually, you know, they're talking and just in the, in the, in the order of them, speaking just about general things. It's like, so where are you heading? He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm about to go get my, my vaccine. And he's like, no, <laughs> turn around, <laughs> go home, watch this show, talk to this person. And then, and as a result, he did not. So you didn't just help one person. You actually helped at least two people. And that's the key. That's the key to this. That's why we do these shows. That's why I'm banned on YouTube. So be it. Okay. We'll talk to the people on rumble. We'll talk to people on locals. Apple podcast still has us. We're still on Facebook, at least temporarily, <laughs> you know, and of course we have knock report on a report.com where we do get quite a large reach. And that's where we're able to get this information out to the masses. And that's so important because we have to, as 
as Americans, not just doctors, not just you know people that are watching this. Everyone has a responsibility to warn those that they know, those that they love, because this is dangerous. Now we've only you talked about the mRNA. That's the that's the Pfizer and the Moderna. Um, if we could, if you have time, can you can you go into the Johnson and Johnson version for us uh, briefly? Because that is a different type of a virus or a different type of quote unquote vaccine, even though we know it's not really a vaccine. It is. It, it is not a vaccine. And, and let's say just very quickly why it's not a vaccine, because a vaccine is to actually keep you from getting, uh, you know, an illness. And this does not. And even the manufacturers say it may let it may lessen your um, your symptoms but it doesn't give you a guarantee. And it also says that you uh, can be shedding the virus after you once get this. And what are we shedding? That's what I want to know. Are we shedding uh, a synthetic mRNA uh, out there? And therefore it could be even more dangerous for the general populace at large. Because then when the natural and the, and the synthetic begin to fight, we've got war. I mean, that's just the way it is. When you have two opposing forces that are coming together, I'm sorry, but that's war. And war is not pretty. And there's no winners. And unfortunately, that's what we may be faced with right now. Let's talk a little bit now about that uh, J&J or Johnson & Johnson. And it was the J- excuse me, it was the Johnson and Johnson that actually uh, that the uh, councilwoman got here in Kansas City and died within about 15 minutes. She died actually pronounced her the next day, but basically she was because she had anaphylaxis. What they've done is they've taken, and I don't know if you've heard of an adenovirus. <laughs> excuse me. She's, and the adenovirus is, a, is like a cold, it's a cold virus, um, very, very common. Johnson & Johnson has taken the inside of the natural adenovirus and they have scooped it out. It reminds me of when I scoop out the seed from an avocado, okay? Mm-hmm. And they literally scooped it out of there, the, all the genetic material. And now they have a shell and that have an adenovirus. Now, what they have done is they have skipped the process where it's injected into the body. Then the body takes it and puts it to the ribosomes and the ribosomes are like a manufacturing plant. And then it manufactures this protein. They've skipped all that part. And what they've done is they have gone on and made just an entire mRNA spike protein. They've already made the spike protein. It's already made, ready to go, easy to use. Um, Just like some of those salads that we use, just zip it, put it in, and it's already done. That is how they have done it. And so what happens is it goes into the body And then it opens up again, just like you would open up an egg or crack an egg. And then that spike protein is placed directly into the cells. 
And therefore, it's, it's, it absolutely has the very same potential as the Moderna and the Pfizer. The very same three points that I put out, it also can have as well. The only difference is, and they tout theirs as being different, the only difference is the delivery system. The outcome is basically the same. And so what they do, though, is after they put it in the adenovirus shell, and they have synthesized this uh, spike protein, and they put it into that adenovirus, then they have to grow it. Now, how do they grow it? It's kind of like somebody having a greenhouse and you grow those plants in the greenhouse before you set them out into your yard. Okay, so we've got this this greenhouse and what are they using for their dirt? Well, they're using aborted fetal cells. And those aborted fetal cells are grown because it, it, any virus has to have a living cell in order to survive. But to make enough of these for a vaccine, they have to grow them in their, quote, greenhouse or their laboratories. And they do this mainly with two types of cells. One is called a PCR dot C6. What they're not telling you is that that is from the retina of an aborted fetus and they're growing it there. The other tissue that they use is an HEK and that is from an aborted kidney cells and that's what they're growing them on to make enough to be able to inject into you. And there again, I want to stress that (laughs) this is not a natural product. We have in our bodies what's called toll-like receptors. I am so pumped about these because it just tells me how smart God is. Um, it amazes. I, I have told my husband, I said, gosh, God is smart. Um, I don't know where he got all those brains, but man, he's smart. And he prepared our bodies to actually take on this thing called earth and our environment. And it's adaptable when we allow it to be. And so there's, it's like these um, tail-like um, receptors were actually discovered in 2011. And those men who did it got the Nobel Prize. And when you look at it under a microscope, it's like a wall, it's, but it's a double wall. It's a wall that's outside of the cell as well as inside of the cell to protect it from invaders and they work. But these receptors 
don't understand the synthetic that man has interjected and placed in the human body. Therefore, our resistance is going to be lower. Let's think about this. What are we doing? Are we playing God? It looks like to me that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do a new and and improved mankind. Are we really? Let's ask ourselves, where is this leading to? We've already started it. Where is it going to stop? I think that it's important that your viewers understand and know that they can build their own immune system up. And I keep stressing this to so many people because your vitamin D level, now you're in sunny California. You ought to have all the vitamin D that you need. I still take supplements though. You bet you do and you better, or I'm going to come out there and bonk you on the head because what I want is everyone to understand you must and don't let your doctors bamboozle you. And that's exactly what they're doing. When you, when they draw a vitamin D level, if you finally threaten them that they must, then they will tell you, oh, it's normal. They'll tell you 30, maybe to 40 is normal. No, you have to have it no less than 50 nanograms per milliliter. And you have to have it even closer to 90 would be, would be great. But no one, and I want to stress this, we have found within our group, no one who has had a 50 nanogram per milliliter has gone on a ventilator. That's important, not only for you, but your loved ones who could be at risk, who have comorbidities and could have a weaker immune system. You need your vitamin C as an anti-inflammatory. I take a thousand milligrams two times a day. And that's important. If my patients are ill, they get a heck of a lot more than that. And then vitamin A, very few people take vitamin A and they need it. I take 4,800 every day and there again, If they are ill, they get more. You need zinc, 50 milligrams if you're taking quercetin or hydroxychloroquine. Other days, you can take 11 to 25. You need elderberry. Why? Why? I don't have an elderberry farm, so I have no, um, I, I don't have any skin in this game, so to speak. But elderberry has flavonoids. And those flavonoids are an antioxidant. Oxygen's good. We need it. Uh, It's not very fun without it. But so what you need, though, is you need the right kind of oxidation. And when you have an oxidant that is made by an irritant, then it causes damage. And why? It causes inflammation. I'm telling you, inflammation is the key to life. If you don't want to have inflammation, then get out refined carbohydrates of your diet. Don't 
Don't you dare stop by McDonald's. Don't you dare. I mean, don't eat those. Ref- oh, my goodness. Because they cause inflammatory changes within the endothelium of a blood vessel. The endothelium is the lining. A blood, a red blood corpuscle must have a very smooth surface to travel over. And if it doesn't, then it fragments. And when it fragments, it puts all the clotting factors out. And therefore, your arteries become filled with lipids or fats and blood products. And that's how you have your first coronary artery event or your first stroke. So it's important to have those flavonoids from the elderberry and you need two chewable a day. That's all you need. You don't need to overdo it. So many people think, well, a little is helpful, so I'll take a lot. No, that's like continuing to fill a glass of water after it's already filled. What happens? It makes a mess. And that's exactly what we do. We make a mess. So think about your own immune system and how you can do something with it. And one of the very most important things that you need to do also is get what we call N-acetylcysteine. Now, what in the world is that? Well, it's a substance that helps you make your T cells. Now, your T cells are a little bit different, and most of those are like in the gut and so or the intestines. And so that helps you have a backup system. If the first line of defense, your antibody system, see there again, God always gives us a way out. He gives us a backup. And so you have your first system as the antibody system and your immune system. But then your backup, if it gets through those lines, are your T cells. And so the N-acetyl, and it's A-C-E-T-Y-L, cysteine, C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E, 600 milligrams a day is what you need. Now, if you're sick, I give my patients four times a day, and then I actually uh, decrease that as time goes on. But this is important. You need to take care of your immune system. And if you can't and you do become ill, find you a doctor who will actually prescribe your hydroxychloroquine as an antiviral, your zinc, as well as ivermectin. We're using it. I use it every single day. Thousands of doctors here in the United States, probably millions around the world are now using this combination. So I'm going to encourage you. With that, I will turn it over to you. This, the funny part is, is that, I'm not kidding, the, my last question was going to be, what should we be taking and what should we be doing? And that you took away, you, you, you answered that right off the bat. It's so funny because I'm, I'm picturing when, uh, when the show goes up, the first person I'm going to 
have uh, have watched this is my wife because <clears throat> she handles the the health in our in our uh, family. She does very good. She took me off of processed carbohydrates. <laughs> um, she put me on vitamin D, and she's she's got me on on this regiment. Um, and I've actually lost about twenty five pounds as a result so far. Still going. Still got a, a ways to go, but you know she's. She's going to love everything that you said. And I think there, hopefully she'll learn some things too, because there are a few, few uh, words that you thankfully spelled out that, uh, that I'd never heard of before. So, so that's good. Um, first, before we get to the last question, number one, um, we've got to have you back on and I hate to put you on the spot here live, but can I get you to commit to coming back on the show here very soon? Because <laughs> I mean, we, this is, this is important information. Like I said before, uh, will you do that? Will you come back on the show soon? Well, yes, but after you have Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, I'm not going to seem very uh, good. Uh, she <laughs> just steals the show. She really does. I want to quickly say about the uh, inflammatory. Those of, of you who might be listening who have a few extra pounds, please get them off because you're already inflamed your cells anything that is inflamed is open it's open and it 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 decreases your cellular membrane from its own protection i can't stress to you enough it's not because you know i want you to be a a model on uh, the front of vanity fair for heaven's sakes not that one but i do really want you to be healthy. I want you to be able to fight this yourself. I can't tell you how many thousands of people who have died needlessly. We didn't have to have this, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, I will call you ladies and gentlemen, because that's what's real. I am not going to call you it's. I refuse. But please, step up. What can you do? What you can do is speak out. What you can do is refuse to be a sheep that has been led by a nefarious outcome that would bring billions of dollars to pharmaceuticals and many people that don't have your or my interest in mind. I'm asking, please, look at this. And if you don't believe me, then get you an immunology book and start reading. The information is there, and you've given it so wonderfully. Um, first, how do, how do people, I mean... Do you have a website? You, you, you talked about that. Where, how do people get a hold of you or how can they follow you? Are you on Twitter or <laughs> Gab? or? No, I can't be on Twitter because I say too much. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a very, in fact, I've always said I would never be a good poker player. What I would do is put my hand down and say, look, it's a lousy hand. I'm out. Here it is. I'm not going to try to play it. Uh, or, hey, I've got a good hand. Sorry, guys. I've got all aces here, kings and queens, you're done. I mean, I just don't play the game well. Therefore, I'm, you know, 
Um, I'm I, every one of my patients that I have gotten so far has been by word of mouth. I, that is just so funny, but I do have an email, um, that people can inquire and that's the letter K at gravesmed.com if they want to ask questions. Um, but, um, like I say, there's a lot smarter people out there than me, uh, believe you me. And I've learned a great deal from them. One of the things though, that I've noticed in, in what we do, because, because again, I interview doctors all the time, the challenge, and I'm not just saying this because you're, you're here. The challenge is making it accessible. And that is so important because if you start talking about messenger RNA and spike proteins, and, and if, if you go through and you start buzzing out and you're talking about this and, and, you know, you actually take the time to say, look, this is what it is. And this is what it's like. This is an example. And if you want to do some research, here's how you spell it. Or this, you know, that kind of stuff. This is what we need. Because frankly, I've seen some wonderful, intelligent, brilliant um, descri- descriptions of, you know, what the vaccine is, what the coronavirus is, why it's, you know, why this, why I've heard some wonderful ones. And I mean, I had to like, like pay very close attention and I missed about half the words because they're talking too fast. They're going, you know, and the, <laughs> look, we need, we need this to be told to people in a way. I, I hate to say it, but, but talk to me like I'm an eighth grader because I probably wouldn't pass a seventh grade test right now. Okay. And we need that because like I said, you've already talked to one person. You stopped him from getting the second vaccine. He talked to another person, both of whom are friends. And he stopped him from getting the other vaccine or from getting the first vaccine. So this whole thing of, of letting people know and getting the word out, this is our responsibility. Facebook, Facebook, there was a, there was a woman last week, I believe it was a woman who went on, and she said, look, you know, I'm, I'm having these, I just have the, the vaccine. I'm having these strange symptoms. Facebook did a fact check on her post. Okay. They said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, now medical science and science and, and doctors and science all say that this is all false, you know? So they did a fact check on her. She died. People have to understand how serious this is. Mainstream media is lying to you. Big tech is lying to you. They're, they're quashing voices like Carla Deans, like mine, like Sherry Tenpenny's, like Colonel McInerney's. We're having Mike Lindell on next Monday. They're quashing his voice left and right. He's putting out a new platform for that very reason. Look, we, this is it. This is all we have. We, all we have is each other. And we, have, we owe it as Christians, as Americans, to our fellow men and women. We owe it to them to help them see the truth because they're not going to get it from the normal channels. This isn't just a, you know, about, Oh my gosh, they're, they're quashing the story about Hunter Biden. Okay. So that was a big deal. This is life or death. This is people that we love people that we, we don't love people that we know people that we don't know. We have to get the word out. And that's why I appreciate you. And I want you to come back on the show very soon. We are out of time, but um, I'm going to put as much information as I can about you in the show notes. And I want to, let's, let's do this a lot (laughs) because like I said, this is too important for us to sit back. You know, I don't, people know that I have, uh, my viewers know you, you probably don't, but you know, I, I left a, um, 
a, a corporate job, a, you know, the whole thing that brought me out to California uh, 13 years ago was a, a great corporate job, a huge salary, nice cars, all this other stuff. Okay. I threw that aside and started doing this because, you know, I, I don't make, a, I haven't done the math. I probably don't make a quarter of what I used to make, but that's okay because I feel like I'm actually doing something in life. I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm not a politician. I'm not a, a pastor, but this is what I can offer. I talk. Okay. I talk a lot. And so this is, this is what I do. Point I'm trying to make, I don't want to make this about me is that I am imploring you to come back on the show very soon next week, the week after whenever it's convenient and let's continue to get this word out because it is, it's, it's important to me and it's important to you. I can tell. It is. It is. It is. The, the greatest thing that God gave us is life. And we must preserve it to its fullest. And that's what this is all about. Absolutely. Amen to that. Uh, Dr. Carla Dean Graves, it has been, as I said in the opening, a blessing, a pleasure, and an honor. I will talk to you again very soon. Thank you so much for coming on. God bless. Thank you. Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The wellness company's medical emergency kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health slash FFN. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.